0: Hey, this is Movies, a podcast about the act of cinema. And with me today, of course, is Hans. Hans, how are you doing? What is that fishing boat captain shirt? You spent time in Cape Cod, Cape Canaveral?
1: No, it's it's the uh, Maniac Cup, which we've never spoken about, which we should because it's great.
2: Not allowed to, not allowed to speak about it. You know that
0: fake Japanese Maniac Cup? Why not? Well, you know, police are a sensitive issue these days. Might be confused with yeah. back the blue. We don't want to get into that necessarily. Hey, you know what I've been thinking though? With two hundred coming up, because this is what this is uh, episode one ninety seven. I think, I think we have to cover. I think we got to cover the burn notice movie for two hundred. I think we uh, have yeah. to do it for two hundred because that's <laughs> the what, Bruce, great, Bruce Campbell's though. in Maniac Cop, isn't he?
1: Yeah, yeah. He's like the detective or like the guy. The guy doesn't turn
0: gross. Uh, Maniac Cop.
1: I guess you haven't seen it. So uh, I you know what
0: I, I saw it on joe bob's uh show they did maniac cop one and two and the first r-rated movie i ever purchased on my own as a child as a five-year-old child was maniac cop three which, which was wow. like called what badge of hell or some shit it had a really horrible time anyway it was at the dollar store for a dollar on videotape and i was like i gotta get that did they get that guy with a square
1: head do you remember what his name was from the eighties that had just like literally a square head
2: like i died yeah i know you're talking about he's got like he's like a giant he was like uh like seven or some shit
0: robert zadar
2: i think that is the guy yeah yeah Yeah, he was the
0: maniac cop they got robert davy for that sequel and now he does like cameos but only for trump supporters so he if you if you want to like give your conservative mother-in-law a nice surprise Book Robert Davey on Cameo for $18 or however however much he is. Um, So we're going to be talking about. You know what? I'll
2: undercut him and I don't care what politics your mother in law has. I'll just call it. You tell me what she likes for $17. I'll call her and just fluff
0: her up. Just pretend to be Robert Davey. Just tell them. This is Robert Davey, Davey, maniac (laughs) cop, two and three. Hey, I mean, does anyone know? Robert
2: Davey. That's my <laughs> does anyone know what he sounds like? Yeah. No, I have hey, no that's, idea. That's my impression for everyone. It's you doing Jack Nicholson. That's my impression of him. Oh for
1: everyone. Well, he was
0: announced to be on Goonies 2.
1: It so was good for Robert Davey.
0: Oh, oh, ah, yeah. Robert I, Davey, Corey Feldman, Sean Astin. That's an all star, all star group. Hey, they brought back that Asian dude for that, Michelle uh, Yao. <laughs> He's he's the biggest star in that cast now.
2: You know what? You know what's funny is that dude was like, "Oh man!" After the success of uh, Crazy Rich Asians, I was like, "Dude, I'm getting back into the business because there's like really good roles for Asians. There have been great roles for Asian Americans over the last like 30 years since the last film that guy was in. He's just probably a shit actor, and then so he only gets the most like Ching Chong Bing Bong like fucking roles, and he's Mm. like. Fucking Hollywood, dude. They're so racist. They can't even give me like a deep role. No, dude, you just suck. What
0: were, we I, talking?
2: I, <laughs> we're talking about
0: Data from the Goonies in Indiana Jones. He did the same fake Asian voice for both movies. Big mistake, kid. Sorry, yeah. those residuals are probably great. But that's, listen, that's the deal you made. You want to be yeah. the de facto Asian boy of the 1980s? Well, there's no room for you in our future as an Asian man. With complex feelings
2: Literally all he had to do was just be a good actor And there's plenty of jobs Like for somebody that's been in stuff before With facial recognition It's like one of the most important things for actors The chick from fucking uh, Dirty Dancing And Ferris Bueller's Day Off She fucking got a nose job And like never got called ever again Ever Mm -hmm. again for any jobs ever It's literally just facial recognition The dude has been in something He could have been in anything else But he's like Man, I'm sure fucking happy Crazy Rich Asians has really broke ground for somebody to be in a film that wasn't just a white person. Yeah, yeah, dude. That film in 2020 really broke new fucking ground. (laughs) Real, real new fucking ground, bro.
0: Well, we were just looking um, at uh, whose filmography. We looked at Kevin Sorbo originally on the last show where we were talking about uh, Father Stu. You guys watch Kevin Sorbo content and you didn't invite me. We, like we, we, oh, <laughs> we didn't watch that. We wouldn't, no. Jerry, we wouldn't dare That's put on Kevin dead. Sorbo clips even without your, oh. your being on the show. All right. We just looked not, at dude. what he's known. Like one
2: of my favorite celebrity Christians. Like I love <laughs> that dude so much. I used to follow him on like every social media Until he purged everything and then came back Because I am like he couldn't get followers on Gab or whatever mm-hmm. I love that fucking guy He's so funny
0: Well we were looking at his IMDB and what did it say His second or third most known for role Is a guest appearance on Dharma and Greg Sure <laughs> Sure <laughs>
1: So that makes sense to me. We could we couldn't think of anything for Hercules. Like what's the Kevin besides God's Not Dead, right?
2: That's it. The only thing really people people like in the mainstream know him for is gonna be Hercules. But those of us in the know, and by those of us in the know, I mean like weird internet atheists like myself and really hardcore fucking christians know him as a christian fucking content creator like right. he makes christian movies he'll make a, Chris, a christmas movie the whole moral of the story will be like keep the christ in christmas that'll be like the whole the most watered down like like themes and he's just like yes invite me i'll do it look i mean, I mean look at the stuff that he has in fucking pre-production it's all religious stuff hope a rambo fan film i promise you this is about rambo being like you know what never mind Jesus instead. Cambodians. Jesus. <laughs> I promise, dude. If That's uh if
1: FDR American Badass, but it's Jesus. Oh are you familiar <laughs> Are you familiar with FDR American Badass? Or? No, I Hans, nobody
0: is familiar Badass. with FDR American Badass. <laughs> it's a miracle we're familiar with that. All right. We were no, it's a Barry Bostwick made for made for D V D film from twenty twelve. We were analyzing hey, have you ever heard of Cucci's, uh Captain Coochie's Famous key lime pie?
2: No, what is that even?
0: It's not even real. It's just—it's a weird ruse. It's not even an ARG (laughs) kind of thing. It's just some psycho in Virginia, I think, posting reviews of a fake key lime pie on every comment section. It's half bots and half real people. It's something.
2: Okay,
1: okay. I'm looking uh, at—I was looking,
0: looking through Kevin Sorbo's Christian
1: movies. Right? There's a movie called "A Nation, One Nation Under God" from 2020. Uh Uh-huh. Uh huh. And uh, the logline uh, is: uh, A student boldly stands up for God when a presidential candidate visits his school. The exchange goes viral, challenging both to step out in faith and be the man that God has called
2: them to be. Hold on, it, hold on. Wait what? a minute. Wait a minute, dude. Because fucking, hold on a second. Keep that fucking log line in your brain. Okay. That's that's not an, uh, that's not an original cut. That is this movie right here a college professor uh, a philosophy professor named mr radisson's curriculum is challenged by his new student josh who believes god exists it's the same plot. God's it's god's not just dead the president it's god's not dead but <laughs> it's the president this time yep. oh, yes kevin sorbo i love the guy dude and this movie on the christian film
1: festival mengeville Baptist Church, uh-huh. which is I was also kind of confused because it says it got thirty wins. This movie, wow! In this in this film festival, I guess Swept. you won every award because I don't know how it's many words with thirty
0: of the Christian. Uh, and f- what is it? The, the Faith Fest. Listen to this yeah.
1: cast too. Uh, you got a whole, what? The fuck?
0: Who did they get? Okay. Gary Busey, Meatloaf, no, no. Mark McGrath. Casper-
1: Casper Van Dien. Nice. Uh, Ant- Antonio Sabato Jr.
0: Nice. Herschel Walker. This is all and, Celebrity uh, Apprentice uh, cast.
1: And then there's there's a guy called uh, Robert Belushi that I don't know if he's related to the Belushi. Is it just
2: a coincidental name?
1: Oh, he's his nephew apparently. John okay. Belushi's nephew. Uh-huh. Okay. See, I, I saw a poster
0: recently. For for a film, for an Italian mob film that had Andy Garcia, and the Garcia was in bold. And it was like Vincent Pastore, and it was Pastore. And then I saw Gallo. I was like, well, hold on, get Gallo? And it was a Stephen Gallo. So no relation at Aww. all. They just want to use the Gallo name.
2: So people just have names.
0: Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's got a Jim Belushi-style l- head. I don't it's five six according
2: to why I couldn't I couldn't so, tell you okay. this deed was related to him at all. I went to school with a girl that was related to John Fogarty and I knew that because she was kinda ugly. And I was like, and her last name is Fogarty. Are you related to John Fogarty? And she was like, Yeah, and I was like <laughs> 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 yeah, you're <kinda> ugly.
0: Well, <laughs> you know, these are very popular films in the South. And a movie we're talking about today is a, is the new Ty West film. From 2022, we're talking about X, which also takes place in the South, in Texas. Uh, I, Uh You know, wh- what listen, I was pretty excited about Ty West coming back. I'm a big Ty yeah. West fan. We've said on the show before, before we even knew this movie existed, where's Ty West? Ty West needs to come back and make a new movie, and everything will be better. Well, Ty West went and shot this movie in secret with Mia Goth, and then he did a prequel, Pearl which I guess is going to come out later this year, so we're not done with Ty West just yet. And uh, the movie's called X. It's about, there's what, five people, six people that go off and yeah, shoot a... total.
2: That's the total cast, isn't it?
0: Yeah. They they go off and shoot a pornographic film at a house in Texas in 1979, if I recall correct.
1: That makes sense, yeah. That sounds like it's right.
0: Mm. So, this is that's a movie... Yeah, I. Are, are, are how big a, how into Ty West are, are you, Jerry? Because I know Hans is at least like a fair amount, but what's your familiarity with his general work? Uh,
2: I'm not like super familiar. Obviously, I saw his um, fucking what was that called that he did? Uh, uh Resident Evil or not Resident Evil? Fucking um, hold on, let me bring up his thing. House of the House of the Devil. House of the Devil. No, The Exorcist. I saw his uh, fucking TV, The Exorcist. Oh fucking, no, like, did, I, the Exorcist TV did pilot, show, right? Yeah, yeah, dude, he I directed some awful. episodes. He of did that. The, well. That, I think it was like the first episode, right? So I was like, okay, an Exorcist, Exorcist TV show by Ty West. I'll, I'll check this out, and then it was like horrible. Uh, but I, I don't, Terrible. I don't really know. Um, I mean, like the Sacrament. I saw the Sacrament. It's like okay, I guess. I like, but I like Eli Roth, so. I would just say I think Ty West is like okay I think that he's one of those guys that obviously takes from uh, good things uh, like for influence right it's just I don't think I've ever really been that big into it Uh, Cabin Fever was like you know what I mean? Uh, I don't
1: think I think that's the only one that I haven't seen. Uh,
2: oh, it's Cabin Fever Two, not even Cabin Fever. Yeah. So I'm, right. I'm wrong. I'm yeah,
0: wrong. no. Well, which Cabin Fever Two for what, what you would expect of Cabin Fever Two, where he was gonna get an Alan Smithy credit for that and went direct to D V D. Pretty good. Probably the, the best non-original Cabin Fever Cabin Fever film.
2: Okay. I don't think I I don't think I might have even seen that one. Uh, Nobody's seen it.
0: It's it's look, that movie's kind of hard to come by. A lot of people just did not see it or ignored the fact that it was happening because uh Eli Roth certainly has a sick of fan.s
2: Oh, okay. Well, if he did, he he did Second Honeymoon in VHS. I remember enjoying VHS.
0: Yeah, yeah. That but first VHS that. and the second, uh, I think, are, are our especially.
1: Yeah, I think his his movies are pretty much what house or well, what he's known for. What Innkeepers, House of the Devil, and sacrament probably i think yeah i would say
0: house of the devil is the the one he's most known for and that was that made a pretty big splash at the time because nobody was doing that sort of 80s style just yet Mm -hmm. he was kind of the first guy on the scene to do that especially in the indie film genre and then everybody did that the next Mm -hmm. year or two then it became the norm you're going to do that innkeepers i think is his best movie and it's just a very low-key it's just two people working a shit job at a haunted hotel and nothing crazy happens. They don't get too over the top with it. Uh, it doesn't even go into like conjuring territory. It's very minimal haunting shit. And I, I like sure. that. I appreciate that sort of realism. Um, and then after that, he does the sacrament and that's his like big break or would have been his big break where I I believe vice produced that movie and Eli Roth produced that movie. It got a wider release and I remember liking it at the time, but I haven't watched it since. So I couldn't right. tell you. Uh, and then what is it after that? Is it just in a valley of violence with uh, Travolta and Ethan Hawke, James Ransone? Yeah, I watched that recently. That holds up. That's, that's a pretty solid uh, western.
2: western. I think I saw.
0: It's on Netflix right now. If anyone wants to check that out, it's a it's a pretty good film. Came out around the same time as Bone Tomahawk, and I feel like that absorbed the entire just western comeback uh, vibe. Sure. So. Ty West goes off. He becomes a TV director for a period of time. Directs episodes of The Exorcist. And I think like Hemlock Grove or one of the one of those shows. And this Ford is Pines. Wayward Pines. That there was, you go.
1: That was the Shyamalan one, right? Weiner, or was I that the so. Eli Roth? I think
0: uh, it was... uh, Hemlock Grove was Eli Roth. Wayward Pines, I believe, was M. Night Shyamalan.
1: Or at least produced. I think it was uh... Jerry.
0: What what is your opinion on M. Night? So I
2: I'm. I'm one of those weird guys. I don't don't particularly hate M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, I find stuff in his films that I like. I think kind of the generic thing is, like, his twists can be bad. Um, Like, for instance, uh, what what was the one? The Village or whatever? The Village. I like the entire concept. I don't think the movie is very good. But if you were to tell me, like, there's a movie about people that... The, like a cult that lives in the middle of the woods and they condition everybody to believe it's the year like 1600 or some shit like they they completely deny the existence of technology in the rest of the world and anybody born in there has no idea what the current year is that's like pretty cool then the monsters and the deaf chick yeah. and like the fucking cerebral palsy guy or whatever it's like, I don't give a fuck about this shit I think that's what ends up happening in a lot of M. Night Shyamalan films is that something is really cool in there for me and then the rest of it is like fucking what's the one with uh um was it tom jane fucking um no 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 the happening the happening that's the mm. film oh, yeah i like yeah. the concept of the happening it just sucks right yeah. like it's just oh, yeah. bad it's just poorly executed in every way i well, don't know i had,
1: had a sick had a sick trailer uh, yeah. We were talking about this in the last episode. That that trailer for The Happening was really good, really, really mm-hmm. effective, and then you watch it, and you're like, oh, this is just the fifth, five minutes of the movie, and then everything else just sucks. Mm-hmm. And then well, once you find out what it is, you're kind of like, oh, fucking
2: fuck. I see. That's what I just see. I, I think that the actual cause of, of the issue is cool to me. I, I like this idea where it's like the world is finding a way to depopulate itself, and, and it has figured out people are the problem, right? It's a very interesting concept. Uh, It's just the way they execute it is by showing you leaves, right? And yeah, I don't want a doctor with a clipboard being like, well, this is the toxin going in the air. But like, don't just show me fucking leaves, right? Right. Like at some point, really ramp it up. If it has to be like, uh, what was the film with uh, with the aliens? Fucking um, Annihilation? Is that Mm. the one I'm thinking of? Where it's like, like the plants are like literally taking over the planet and there's like spores do spores do fog do fucking any of that shit too right but just having mark Wahlberg be like i don't know a plus b i'm thinking guys it's probably c check it out you're gonna be a hot chick in the future but you can't just be a hot chick forever okay you're gonna want to be smart i'm a science teacher that's what I'm makes it. Here. I think that's what makes it worse. That if you're gonna show me something
1: scary and then they're reacting to something scary, okay. But then you have Mark Wahlberg in a room with like eight people looking out the window terrified, and then you see leaves moving. He's just like, oh my god, look at that tree! It's so right. scary at 3 p.m. You know, like there's nothing right. scary about it. So yeah, it doesn't. It just
2: doesn't work. Well, use like use like Ridley Scott's use of grass in fucking Gladiator, right? Like you have these dream sequences, uh, and the tall grass is almost eerie. You know, as there's like these dreaming of him or his wife, like running their hands across the grass as they're walking, and then he's remembering the horrible thing that happened to his family. It's almost like horrifying just seeing like those scenes because they're really, really calm, but they happen in traumatic moments. So you can make just grass be like scary, but this motherfucker legit just shows like B roll of leaves and then goes but that's it's so fucking annoying there's other ones too I think that's the problem is that I I go into an M. Night Shyamalan movie being like okay the concept is cool unbreakable right that's a that's a really good film and it's got a really cool concept but where shit falls apart is usually in his film execution not his
0: script but his execution
1: and he's trying to be too clever, maybe, with the twist, where he's just like, that just doesn't work. I def- yeah, he
0: definitely got into that at a certain point where that was an expectation of him. But I, I agree with Jerry with, with your sentiment here, which is kind of that he's taking the wrong angle sometimes with, with a lot of these subjects. Um, that was definitely the vibe I got with old. We're going to cover that show at some oh, point. Yeah. But I, that felt like it was trying to be like a cool little Twilight Zone episode stretched out to an hour and a half, and then they blew it. And they made some really poor mistakes, but I don't know. I think we got to bring you on for the happening episode, just based off of that little, that little spiel you gave about the movie. I think you might be the well, only thing close to a defender of, of the happening in your, remember
2: criticism. when you say old, remember the Stephen King, uh, like fi- uh film spinoff or whatever, uh, thinner
0: thinner. I do remember thinner.
2: So thinner while not being very great is effectively the same concept, Right. Um, and there's a whole bunch of times that the film itself uh, in old can't just be executed the same way as thinner. But I feel like M Night shamalong is Shamlon is one of those guys that when he sees like I can take this beat. Sorry, this did beat, you say
0: Shamma Dong?
2: No, I might have just. It is a difficult last name to pronounce. So I may have said it a little weird, but I def I didn't say Shamadong. I
0: heard Dong, but you can continue no. your point, Jerry. I'm not one you're of those like seven year olds that does that. <laughs> you're like think- you're just thinking about Shama-lang it. <laughs> like I
2: get you've got, it. it. You got I Dong get in it. your mind. I get it. Right. It's not a white person name. It's hard. Excuse me. Uh, but yeah, no, I I think that like sometimes he gets into that thing where it's like. Uh Am I taking from somebody else now? I got to change this. I got to do this different. It's too close to this other guy's thing, especially because he's in the horror sphere,
0: right? Right. Well, M. Night and Ty West have nothing in common with each other, probably. But that's all right. We're going to be so th- this movie X. I heard about this movie that it was a Texas Chainsaw Massacre ripoff. Yeah, which it 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 is. It is. Yes. But it doesn't, it doesn't go, it doesn't rip Dude, the pages out of the book final exactly. The
2: scene is effectively the same fucking scene mm-hmm. as Texas Chainsaw Massacre with the old truck and everything. Yeah, I mean, come on, it like they even did a wide shot of the barn where they use perspective enough to make the truck seem like it's out, isolated by itself, like in some tall grass or whatever. And I'm just like get the fuck out of here. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. This feels like it could have been the best attempt at a Texas chainsaw massacre sequel. If it had the name, if it had the antagonistic characters, uh, because that, that series is just a complete and utter mess. I don't know if you watched that Netflix one that, that came out a couple of months back, one of the most painful pieces of shit to sit through. And then we did like a three hour show on it. That was a big, big old waste of time that will, will never be brought back. Um, And this feels like, you know, it feels like a more faithful version of that, but I'm just so Texas Chainsawed out at this point that I went into this movie and as soon as I knew what it was about, I was just already fatigued. I was fatigued right off the jump and I didn't see anything in this movie that I think made it redeeming to me based off that, that bias alone that I was going into it with. I
2: I do nothing other than when he told me about it, I, I went on Twitter i put in the search right and looked at some of the opinions that some people had um of people that i actually gave a shit about right yeah. and i got a couple of i really like the practical effects So i was like okay i'll go check that out but that's that's good enough for me i was already going to watch it but i'll go in like you know expecting to see some cool practical effects and for that they do well but there's very clearly uh story structure problems that they have um an inability to communicate I guess the goal of the killer which is super important yeah. in every film right either it needs to be ambiguous or it needs to be clear it can't be I don't understand right yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it, it, with, with Michael Myers like it's ambiguous you basically know something something wants to kill family member right anybody gets in way must die right with uh uh let's say freddy krueger you know like he intently wants to incept people's dreams and kill them in his dreams because he had a bad life and now he's like the the doomsayer right like those things ambiguous and very clear in this i i had to go back and be like is the lady that she's just a repressed a repressed lesbian and this is like their polyamory, right? This is their version of, of, of a of a triad polycule or whatever. Or is it that, and I still don't totally know, is it that she was banging a woman while he was in World War II and then he came back and she can't bang the woman for some reason?
0: Is that what it is? Taylor's oldest time. Yeah.
2: Why is she, that's, I don't get why it's so important that she's gay and it, captures the women to bang.
1: It's very confusing, um, the villains, like you're saying, like the villains' uh, reasoning for doing any of what happens. Uh, because we we get the the old man who's, I guess, kind of a prude, right? Right. So he's like, don't get into any funny business, whatever the fuck he says, obviously not that. Uh, but then the old lady's just like a creep, right? That just wants like to old like, old hypersexualized. Uh, yeah right yeah, i couldn't tell if her. she
0: was it, like if she was if she, i guess she was a serial killer or whatever but she also just kind of kills because she's sexually frustrated at times right and she goes from i'm old to i'm literally removing a person's head in well, and there's no like setup to that
2: i i was actually very interested in the concept of it being a body change with idea right yes. so well, that's, I, yeah. early on whenever they whenever not early on but like 30 40 minutes into the fucking film when shit finally starts happening because it's one of the slowest films I've seen in a while uh, when he, when she gets the fucking the hot chick well they're all hot chicks but the one girl in the fucking overalls to like drink yeah, the bitch, fucking bitch lemonade chick. And yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> to drink the lemonade and then she goes and she fucks in the scene i'm like okay maybe this is like a witch like she's doing witchcraft and she's doing a body change i would love that right i love that like modern witchcraft stuff that's fucking cool but then it wasn't that and it's completely unclear what happened exactly because she never uses that method again right and there's I thought, no i thought
1: they we were gonna do some type of like like time split thing where this is actually her and this is where she used to be, right. you know, and she's so young and, and doing this uh, pornographic movies like she used to do, or Hey, that used to be, you know, that I thought they were going to go somewhere there. They don't do
0: anything. It's it squandered. Is, no. I, no, it, I mean, could f- I was going to say, I think what this movie desperately needed that could have explained away a lot of that stuff without even really necessarily needing to is any kind of paranormal element uh mm-hmm. kind of like what you're suggesting with a witch or something if you just had something that brought it out of basic reality i guess or or <laughs> or what what we've been presented i think it would have gone over a lot better than what we wound up getting which is just like you, you we're, we're here to believe that this old woman and her husband uh are just offering these these six very fit young people um mm-hmm. For no apparent reason. For no reason. No, I mean,
2: I can fix fix the film right now, right? Here's the, I'll I'll fix the film, okay? Uh, The young porn crew is going to a rented place somewhere, probably in Texas, uh, to to make a pornographic film. They end up coming across a place that is used by a witch, who, for a while, was a witch and a warlock, right? But this dude got fucked up in the war, can't fuck no more so she's been using her magic to body change into young people and experience the sex that she can't experience anymore from the guy over time right she's become really old but she's done this so much that like a witch would she gets like incepted she just she can't get away from the power that she has right and him wanting to fulfill her wishes helps her collect people no longer able to do anything right And slowly over time, she uses one girl to bang a guy and kill the guy, then kills that girl or has that girl commit suicide in a very graphic, cool way, and then does it to another girl and another girl. And just in one night over the course of two hours, maybe, you can have all of the stuff happen, all of those people fucking die and actually explain the fucking story. And you don't have to just have a slasher film that has four kills in it or five kills, one off camera, by the way.
0: Well, I think the big problem with that is people would think of that woman who got burned to death on the Wizard of Oz cuz she played the witch and there was a broom malfunction. So I don't know if they're going to do It's kind of a touchy subject these days, witches. No, it's not. Yeah, it's no, of it's feminism. Not.
2: No, it's not. It is which rhymes with
0: bitch, not. and that sounds misogynist.
2: It is absolutely not. No, witch, witch did really good. Modern witchcraft, uh, hereditary did really cool. Modern or not modern witchcraft and witch, but witch did a really good job of of portraying witchcraft outside of a medieval like setting. Uh, uh, hereditary did a really good job of portraying occult style witchcraft, right? Mm. In fucking conjuration and shit. In in uh what's what's another fucking uh midsummer also did a fucking really good job of presenting a cult style witchcraft like that shit fits you can do it now you can do laughing hags now they just didn't like they had one they just fucking had her use a pitchfork i guess in a perfectly set up eye kill where when it was coming where the fucking porn producers like looking in the eye hole even before that when i saw the holes i'm like here's an eye stab and my is like, oh, yeah, yeah. maybe it'll be a good one. It's not even a good one. No. It's a reverse take of a fucking, it's a model. They pull it out and they just run it in reverse. So it looks like it's being stabbed, but it's too quick. And there's no head movement at all.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
2: bad. It's bad. It's a bad kill. It's one of their bad
0: kills. There's two what, bad kills. What would you say is the other bad kill before I ask you what I
2: was going to What's, hold on. I have to look up his name. Otherwise, I'm going to just say a racist thing. Kid Cuddy? Yes, Kid Cuddy. Yes, thank you. Yes, Kid Cuddy's death. Not just the black guy. I wasn't going to say that. I was always going to look up the actor's performer's name and say his name. Kid Cuddy's death is done off-camera. they They give you a whole frame of the shotgun blast. The next frame is the reverse shot, and the muzzle flash is still going. So you don't even see, like, a or anything like that. You just see half of a squib, and then cut to the fucking old man holding the shotgun, and it's done. And that, that to me, is is bad.
0: Right? That's I him know. being a star and not wanting to do makeup or special one, effects that day.
2: One million percent, that's what it is. And and for me, like, I mean, we've, we've worked together, we've done it before. For me, it's just like, what do you mean? Uh, take your shirt off, 20-year-old, let me cover you in this blood, and sit on the side of the fucking road in the middle of the night. Shut up! We're doing the film. Hey, you're a good right. sport, bud. You're a good sport. You know, like, that's what you do, right? Like, shut the fuck up. Make yeah. the
0: movie. You take your shirt off. Unquestioned. If someone says take your shirt off, you take your Right, Hans? Take, you take your you shirt off. Let you...
2: Hans caress you.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all in the, the men take... in the cold after sweating for half an hour. Hey, you, you, you just, just met all of us. Can you just strip down?
2: <laughs> Hans, Can... Hans, an hour <laughs> <laughs> I <smoke a> cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> And then he has to hug a man.
0: Yeah.
1: It's the middle of fucking winter. Or I don't know if it was, but it was cold as fuck. I've been sweating for 40 minutes because I had to smoke a, that one full cigarette in like 40 seconds. And then... <laughs> My shirt being sweaty and hot and everything, I have to step out. And he wanted me to have a, to be shirtless, holding another shirtless man as I do something that I can't say because it, it was spoiled. And, and it was yeah. just
2: like, no. <laughs> and where, and, no, no. But here's the thing though is Loris and I are just like, yeah, that's the scene. Like, go and do the thing. And Hans is, is like absolutely miserable and just like fucking does that. I get that he's not kid cutting, but when i see that cut when i see that like cutaway and like you're saying lores we're both thinking like this dude just doesn't want to go through the fucking work that shit frustrates me yeah to fucking end all like don't show up on my fucking set right yeah. i'm gonna throw a coffee cup at you motherfucker i'm <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah just fine you're fire then i'll get someone else That's yeah hey, look I you're doing a yeah. You're,
0: doing a ho- you're doing a slasher film, no less. It's part of the job. It reminds me a lot of, go back to sh- uh, talk of shooting, back in March 2020 when we were watching Chillerama, and they did the bit with the sperm that takes over the city. It's a Godzilla, uh, Kaiju-style short in this film. And then they cut to Eric Roberts being one of the generals, and then the sperm's going to come down on top of the city, and suddenly all of his shots are from behind. behind. so He doesn't show his face. 'Cause he didn't want to get covered in whatever they use acetophil that day. You know? Yeah. So yeah, that 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 shit bugs me. But I was gonna ask, what did you think of the old prosthetics? The the rubber bodysuit. Uh, so- there was a very really Mark Wahlbergy it. style in Father Stu when he was fat and hairless and disgusting. <laughs> they put him in a bodysuit with tits that looked a lot like Mia Goth in this movie.
2: No, I, I loved I love the old lady. I, I hated her skin texture a lot whenever she was uh, laying in the bed and she's like taking her clothes off that really like that fucking chilled me. And I was like, okay, fucking, you know, touche motherfucker, touche. The old man. Here's, here's what I'm going to say is I think a producer saw the shots and said, turn the lights down a little bit Mm -hmm. because that old man, you could either never see him or when you could see him, he was lit just good enough that you could kind of make out his face But I didn't catch on to the teeth till towards the end. I didn't catch on to like his his fucked off eye or whatever the fuck it was towards the end. Um, They're hiding. They're definitely hiding stuff like in their their production. I don't know if it's a filmmaker thing for us to see, but every time I wanted to be like, "This is gonna be good," you see the old man and you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I guess show him from really far away or put a shadow on him because this looks like shit.
0: Right. They the I had, old... they had to go half in on him because he's, you know, that guy's in his 50s or something. So I guess with the Mia Goth thing, it's at least more seamless. You're, you're having something that's consistently covering her body as opposed to 50-50 here. And maybe they just, they fucked it up. Maybe they slacked off or something. I have no idea. I, I thought it looked great as far as uh, Mia Goth's, you know, old person appearance. In some of the, the well-lit shots, it seemed a little too bad grandpa-y. And I made that yeah. that post and circulate, Ooh, the, but it re- face, really does have that vibe it to
1: it. They didn't move that much. That's the thing that, that bothered me because whenever there was a close close up, you could tell that it was not a face because it was right. barely moving. So it, it didn't have like you know the lines and like things that move when you speak. It was very they they would talk very much like this. yeah because you got to
0: act. Jerry knows yeah. you got to act like this if you're gonna yeah. you know you got to yeah, be very weird. animated.
1: So, so I mean I'm not very familiar with her career. I think. She, I think she's interesting looking, but she always looks like she doesn't want to be there for me. Like she just looks bored. Like she looks like she's just there and then eh, eh, eh. But like not mm. like there's nothing going on in her face. So maybe that didn't help the fact that you have to enunciate a lot when you're under you know, that mask like that. So whenever I, uh, there was a close up of, of the lady, yeah, she was just like like this
0: face and like not moving right. that much. It, so she clearly was, was not ready. No, 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 no. Yeah. I, that, that, that's the biggest complaint I have, I think, with that character in general, the Pearl character, is that the physicality of that old woman isn't quite down pat. It's not consistent. Yeah. You know, She does like a good enough voice, and, and the makeup and everything else does its job. But yeah, there's that lack of animation to the facial gestures. And also, she doesn't move like an old person. She's She does like a little slight, very, you know, light waddle, but it, that's about it. Like, you can, you can tell when there's a real older person that's operating that versus somebody who's 29 years old and trying to yeah. give the perception of an old person. It just doesn't work. It,
1: it's also uh, an issue with not knowing what her powers are, I guess, because she's very frail, uh, barely walks or moves when they walk, so... For me to believe that she's strong enough to cut kind a of head off, you have to show me something right. other than what we got. At least something supernatural or something else and just this frail lady that can barely move is all of a sudden, you know, stabbing this guy in the eye and killing him, strong enough to do that through a, a door and then uh like killing other people and it's like I thought like nothing about this character or the physicality of it would show me that they will be capable of doing that without breaking all of their bones you know so
2: i'll i'll play i'll play defense here and say that i think the uh, pitchfork kill right it goes through a hole um doesn't it doesn't require too much right just already go through a hole it requires them an accuracy and setup right but like right. I'll, I'll, I'll criticize just the kill itself right as far as uh like believability and her strength that's fine i think the one that really does it for me is the gator push uh, yeah mm. i don't like whenever the lady steps in front of her she's already like that girl's already kind of popped off she's like a southern kind of badass girl or whatever she's already popped off when that lady steps in front of her no way she'd have just fucking shoved her right then she has yeah. to that, that my my suspense of disbelief is completely ruined at this point because i know this girl she's gone to high school with me i've seen her at bars before at the point that she's already uh, dropped the oh come on old lady and got into that very thick southern like I fuck you shit's on before yeah. you could ever push her right she'd have pushed her and if she'd even pushed her it wouldn't have fucking shoved her back she'd have been ready
1: I hate well, that or, or, or don't have her be the one that gets killed like that do the little mm-hmm. Mexican girl mm-hmm. like no, she do- has hasn't a- she hasn't shown anything about her being a badass or anything else other than her wanting dick all of a sudden. Uh, but uh, she—I guess—it would make more sense because she's little, right? So if, right. if she gets pushed, you—you you don't set up this uh, porn star character as a, a badass girl from the first minute that we see her on screen because she is that. She's like a—you a, know—loutmouth uh, badass. No one pushes me down. I'm a star. Blah blah blah. Whatever. And then that's how you kill her. It doesn't fit with what you've set up. For the first hour and a half, or however long it was, so yeah, when that happened, I was like, "Oh fuck!" You just want to use a crocodile, right?
2: Okay, Would, wouldn't good? it have been? I laugh. Been... By the way, that was a, <laughs> yeah, that was a funny, yeah. funny ass death when the crocodile just kill.
1: that was that was funny. Well, I I, I, I,
2: I, pretty, laughed, I mean, you can imagine the rig, right? It's probably uh, uh, a single pipe that goes through, has a uh, some type of dummy that's mostly arms and legs with a semi-realistic body, but really realistic arms and legs, right? In side of a fairly realistic casing that is the the gator head and then that bar is just attached to a spinner all they have to do is is turn it on and it looks like it's already done the bike right and it just spins and fucking thrashes so that's pretty cool it probably costs a lot of money but hmm. like you said, like what I also said, it's not the right girl. Uh, if it would have been uh, the old man with uh, what's his, DJ Khaled or whatever the fucking guy's name is, fucking. could uh, you, in you imagine DJ
0: Khaled? Would... Be... <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> fucking if it would have been them, like whenever he's like, oh, shit, you know, oh, man, there's the light down there. Are you good? And he walks in there and then he gets fucked by the gator. And then then the old man could have come up and been like, once a Marine, always a marine you know like whatever the fuck you know like that that catchphrase thing that he said to get him that had been fine that southern chick needed to have her face or her tits cut off that is the play she's she's flaunting her body the old lady is like fuck you for having a sexy body wolf creek that shit you guys ever seen wolf creek that australian horror film
0: Yes, Uh, I have not so fill me in on that It's
2: not a good movie it's about Campers in Australia they go to this Crater in Australia called Wolf
0: Creek Uh, It's like like well known
2: And this old man is like yeah Come stay at my barn that's fine And then he just kills them but there's a scene In there where he has the girls One of the girls chained up by her arms and he's running a knife underneath her boobs. And he go- leans up to her ears. He goes, you want me to cut your fucking tits off? I remember I laughed my ass off in the theater when he fucking said that. Because it's like not a good movie. And that line is probably okay. But it's just hilarious that in that Australian context. accent, dude. too. Dude, you want me to cut <laughs> your fucking tits off, mate? <laughs> oh, you fucking cunt. Isn't it bad. I, re- I remember I liked it a lot. I don't know if it's
1: good. But I remember I enjoyed it a lot. Maybe because of that because it's just like i
2: think if you go back to it it's probably better in in the moment a lot of that shit just came off as like an australian dude trying to sound threatening but that that would have made sense right i don't mean to like keep fixing the movie but it like that's what i wanted to do the whole time like ty west you set up that she hates that this woman is hotter than her right and that she doesn't have this attractiveness ever have her mutilate that girl mutilate and her. that yeah. girl witness the mutilation of her own self right that's better what the fuck dude it's 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 genuinely a bunch of shit that you think can be done better um just done they're just like I mean we have the money to have this guy get his fucking head stabbed a bunch okay but now it's it's still going oh it's still oh it's still happening she's still she's still stabbing she's still stabbing Oh, okay. Oh, the blood's on the light. Okay, that's a good excuse to have her be red. Oh, she's still stabbing. Okay, she's still stabbing.
1: What, the the oh, guy from Evil stabbing. Dead? The twin from the guy from the remake of oh, Evil yeah. Dead? Oh, yeah. I you was noticed. trying to figure that's out... Right. Yeah, Is, right. he, is like, that the, the, the same fuck? actor, or is he just extremely no, similar? Not. So I got it right here. I pulled it out. Because as soon as wow. I saw him, I was like, wait, hold on a second. Do they get the same guy that looks exactly the same 10 years later? No, but... They look very similar. Hold on. So,
0: so you trying to do like a Mark Borchardt thing, American movie?
1: Uh Maybe. I don't know. But I guess he hasn't seen Evil Dead because that's the like, same guy. You know, same exact pathetic character that he plays here. Uh, in the it, Yeah, I don't know. I was very confused by that. I also didn't like that the the other guy was just doing a McConaughey impression for the whole movie. Yeah, were, yes. were any of the yes. characters
0: in this movie at all charming to you two? Because no. I felt not in the slightest. I, I found very little charm in any of it.
2: Uh, the yeah. little
1: Mia 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 Goth also had a southern accent for whenever she felt like it. <laughs> like yeah, it wasn't randomly. consistent throughout Thank the movie. Thank you. Yeah, dude, I didn't know yeah. that
2: was just me because like sometimes I'll hear people's southern accents and sometimes I won't. It's a very similar accent to my region, but I couldn't tell if she was doing it and I was just falling into it, or if it was like on and off. But the one no, girl... it was like. It was like normal
1: and then and then Luann for a couple of scenes.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like, oh, weird. Nope. Yeah. The the sound girl I thought was like she didn't have much to do or whatever, but she was like okay. Um yeah. she was like fine. Uh the producer, yes, I I too have seen Matthew McConaughey, sir. Yes, I have. Yeah. Uh but I'm making a different film. Could you like I didn't cast him? Could you do a different Person and like entirely don't do any Matthew McConaughey's because he tries like four. He try in early on when they're in the car. He's trying like yeah. uh like it's a mixture of Lincoln ad Matthew McConaughey and fucking and and. High school girls just say the same age, daisy and confused, <laughs> fucking McConaughey. Mm. Then he's, like, doing fucking, uh, whenever he's, like, talking to the old man, he's doing, like, Wolf of Wall Street McConaughey. Like, it's, like, some type of negotiation, like he's a badass or whatever. What the fuck is, what, pick one if you're going to do one, but my preference is play the role more like how you normally act in films, not how other guys act.
0: Yeah. yeah, I thought this was a big old dud. I couldn't believe what you know. And I can't believe not that this even means anything, but it's still a surprise every so often. You go to Rotten Tomatoes, this movie resounding hit with the critics. They love it. They're eating it up. Ninety six percent. Just felt very n- saying, mediocre. Though? Like,
1: like what is the like? What are they saying that it's positive about? it? I don't know. I, I think I, people are just I mean, so starved
0: you- of any sort of functional slasher film, maybe. Mm -hmm. And because Ty West has enough cred to his name as a horror director, they're being generous. Or or also because he's been away for six years now, uh, as far as directing goes. It's just very 5 out of 10. And that's being generous.
2: I'll tell you right now, what all those people are giving it is credit for being something similar, something akin to a late 70s, early 80s slasher. Hmm. Without having... What they see, right, is is actual physical frames, right? So this is all cinematography that look very similar to what they saw in the 1970s, right? And they have a plot structure that is kind of the same. But for these people, it is basically print on the exact same, right? I I, I don't, and again, I don't know if this is a filmmaker thing or if it's just like a a kino fucking guy thing, but for me. It's a a pretentious attempt to do something that was done really well before without adapting any of the cool stuff from it for a modern concept. It very well could have been done better. I think I made two versions of it better just in this fucking podcast. It's just that they didn't.
0: I think a big problem that we, we face today is just a lot of these filmmakers are drawing their inspiration from the same batch of 1,000 movies that everybody else is. And if you go back to those filmmakers of the 60s, 70s, 80s, etc., because everybody's obviously drawing from somewhere else, I don't know if they were necessarily exclusively drawing from other films. I I highly doubt that's the case. I think a lot of them were drawing from literature, from art, from photography, from all these different sources, and there's such a big self-suck Going on in the filmmaking industry, with a lot of these guys in particular, and not to you know uh, talk down about Ty West, but his whole career was prompted because he was a hey remember this whole thing
2: kind yes. of director.
0: Once upon a time, he he paved the way for that, and we've seen a lot of very poor versions of that. But to me, I was at the end of In a Valley of Violence. I was very interested to see where. Ty West would go next because he started messing with a genre that he was not familiar with with a Western did like a straight up film straight up drama from that time with Ethan Hawke very good John Travolta gives an actually good performance in that movie James Ransone terrific best actor in the movie and this feels much more like a mid-chapter between House of the Devil which was a similar kind of 80s we're going back and doing a throwback style film and the Innkeepers style horror Feels a lot like he went back four steps as opposed to going ahead one from where we last left off. What are you befuddled by, Hans? I just what?
1: Reading the positive reviews and I'm just like, what movie did you guys watch? Because it feels like hey, give me a dirty frame and it's in the South in the seventies, so hey, this is you know what? This is a throwback to Grindhouse. This is that's what this is this is last year movies, how they should be done. It's like did you guys just watch the fucking trailer? Is that it? Because, yeah, you get Dirty Texas in the 70s. That's uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Sure, there's some violence. Sure, there's, there's some some slasher elements on it. But the the way that all these people are talking about this movie, it, it, it sounds like it's something groundbreaking that hasn't been done before, hasn't been done for so long. And, you know, it's a, it's a breath of fresh air that someone's reviving. this. He didn't revive the genre. He didn't go hard enough. He didn't go far enough with what he was doing. Uh, and all of this sucking, like you guys are saying, like, did you guys watch the movie? Because it feels like okay, everything that you that I'm reading here, you could have gotten for the trailer. And it's very difficult for me to read a, a, a review that says, an icky good time that's primarily a love letter to the filmmaking process. That doesn't happen in the movie. They're making a movie. Nothing about that process is presented as uh as something they're enjoying other than the fucking obviously as something that's either neither easy or difficult to do because they do get away with doing the shitty things they're doing even though they think they're they're making like citizen kane or whatever Mm -hmm. Uh, but what what's the love later letter to filmmaking in this movie nothing and it (laughs) just sounds like you watch the trailer where they're making a movie in the 70s oh my god that's an old camera It's a love letter to a filmmaking. Just like shut the fuck. Do you guys watch this? I think a big part of that. Are accurate.
0: I think a a big part of that also is the fact that everything you just described was preceded by the A24 logo. So they think it's a little more artsy, a little more indie, a little more thought out, intellectual. Like, oh, so right, we saw The Witch, we saw Hereditary, we saw all these films. Now, A twenty four is doing the slasher genre. So this is elevated slasher film. This is all right. This is this is really what's harkening back to this. That's what it is. Well,
2: let, let me. This is a bit of a tangent, but let me tell you guys: the Indian dudes in the eighties knew this exact concept, right? Basically, if they put uh, that this was Indian fucking yoga, it will clear your fucking mind. It will align your chakras. Some fucking pretentious ass fucking white 35-year-old mom and 45-year-old fucking doctor would be like, this is fucking groundbreaking. And suddenly they're doing fucking hot yoga, getting the fucking thumb up their ass and being in That's a class action lawsuit 20 years later. Like What's the this guy? Is... What's his name? Uh, the B- guy that B- did Bikram that? Bikram. Yeah. Bikram, they should do a movie on have,
0: Bikram. Dude, Bikram's he's thrown, molestations.
1: He's thrown West so also because everyone's sweating and he just had a tube with air conditioner <laughs> with pointed at condition him. Right at, And
2: everyone has, like has like a, right a dozen fans. Everybody else is dying. <laughs> is dying. He's like, no, the room has to say 120 degrees, but it's like 65 where he is. It's so good He felt it
1: felt like he was just like pushing to see how much he could get away with it but yeah. then, because he was all white women uh, in you know those those days he just got away with everything because I guess afraid of being called racist or whatever. this is this just... is
2: this it's the same psychological concept is something was presented to these people as one particular thing right? and when I'm saying uh, like yo- yogis and stuff like that is that Indian culture is like eastern mysticism that shit is the tr- truth right in the yeah. same way A24 is considered like oh my god everything that comes out of there is groundbreaking and it's very art house but accessible for the average person right it's not it's not fucking uh, it's not some Bizarre ass Italian film from the 1940s about that's basically about how World War II sucked, but you don't learn that until the end. No, 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 no. This is accessible for the average person. Anybody can understand these concepts of of repressed sexuality and and things like that. As soon as we show up, right? But it's like it's really uh, a a step up from After School Special. The moral of the story essentially is right. Is it, if I understand the plot well enough, is essentially, like, repressed sexuality, bad, okay? If you're gay, be gay. Don't pretend to not be gay, right? If you enjoy making porn, fucking make porn, right? If it is that you enjoy making films, don't be a pussy when your film involves somebody doing something that you wouldn't be okay with outside of films. Like, that stuff you get because it's said verbatim to you, right? Mm. And that's what people think is smart, And cool and that's the fucking oh that's super deep in art house dude it's a frame that i saw in a 1970s film like texas fucking chainsaw massacre and the moral of the story i understand like no dude you're fucking you're you're seal arming the most accessible fucking plot lines
1: our house for dummies that's what a24 Mm -hmm. is yep and I, don't, yeah. and I don't hate, I mean, I, I don't hate what they do. I don't hate this movie. I mean, I, I had a couple of laughs. I It was a little bit long uh, unnecessarily. Uh, I think it's, it's like two hours, right? Uh, Close. The, uh, at, at times, I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of dragging and not going anywhere. I don't hate it. I just don't understand. I mean, I understand it. It's obviously, you know, for clicks. It's like, this is the popular thing to say about this thing. So even if I don't agree with it, I'm going to bring more hyperbole to it uh, because I want to be the person that gets the attention. Uh, Well, I I think
0: it's also that they like being part of the story being written on the film, right? Where it's like, well, this was a great movie. So I'm going to contribute to this idea that this was a great, and I'll be part of that faction that this set that said, this was a great movie. And then everyone's going to remember it as a great movie. I think it's a lot of that.
2: Uh Well, I I have, I've been kind of running this theory for a while and it might not totally apply to like, all of the horror genre but i feel particularly with slashers it does and it's more in crime and noir content that i feel like a lot of the stuff being made right now is made by people that aren't particularly conflicted like i don't know i don't know ty west's life right but if he was like really like down bad i feel like this film would be a lot better like if he was just in a terrible emotional state when I when I I've been watching like I said a lot of uh, like French New Wave right and mm. a lot of this shit is made by French dudes and a lot of it, the Italian films that I watch these dudes 1950 1960 post Nazi occupation right where in some of the frames you can actually see post uh, post war reconstruction going on behind them like down the road you can see they're like rebuilding a cathedral they got bombed by Nazis or whatever 15 years before these dudes are all making films they're in their 50s and shit fucked up shit happened to them and these films are all fucking amazing the concepts like it's not just a movie about a hitman right it's a movie that's more about like what if you took isolation too far you know and like all this other shit all these dudes were conflicted and made great shit the exorcist right uh, even even when we talk about fucking early horror films things like halloween uh, alien these are all made by people that'll tell you like they were in bad parts of their life I feel like a lot of shit is just made by people that are like, hey, I got the call. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. We're making a horror movie, guys. Fuck yeah. And maybe like an Andre Tarkovsky needs to just like take over and be like, listen, honestly, I might shoot myself while we're doing this. (laughs) Somebody's like, is that a line? No, no, no. I'm just saying that. Action. And then he just does the whole your acting, <laughs> the Arba like Dwyer in his pantomime,
0: yeah, yes. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, guy he's,
2: might, going to, he's going
1: to he's going to director that. actor. He's going to direct director actor. And he's like, give me one second. I haven't slept one hour since we started recording this a month ago. It's, <laughs> right. just, it's just someone that's just fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Right.
2: I, I feel like you could probably make this film a lot better if you were just fucking down bad Ho- horror. Kind of does need some of those concepts to be like touched on,
0: right? And uh, well, that's why we most... don't get
1: that. That's why most horror movies lately, or in the past what I want to say, fucking twenty years. Well,
0: what's the one we can link directly to something like that? Is Ari Aster being like, oh, I was going through a breakup and I was sad, so I wrote Midsummer.
2: Right,
1: and right.
0: that that movie's that's... pretty good. Um, but yeah. I mean, that's the that's like that's the one example we've got as far as that goes.
2: Well, I think as as far as blatant examples, right, where someone yeah, says it. I think that if you look at like Eggers, I think it's pretty apparent that that dude has a problem right like i think it's pretty apparent that it has a problem i think it's pretty apparent like the safety brothers the reason why they are the safety brothers is because they are codependent in that one of them has a dramatic issue that the other one can kind of solve and that one has a dramatic issue that this one can kind of solve and they use film to interpret a lot of those issues particularly like anxiety and depression right like that's, that's like their big thing. That's their huge thing is like loss of identity through depression and anxiety in almost every one of their films. And it's, it, it's things like that, like Quentin Tarantino being fucked up about the nature of Hollywood. Right. And how they, how they perceive action, how they perceive stories. Right. And that like really getting to him gives him the fuel to make something like Pulp Fiction. Right. Gives it like, but you get, kind of these examples now where like i'm saying i feel like a lot of these dudes are waiting for the call and they're just so happy to be on board you know rather than like i'm not saying just to get take to quit taking your bipolar meds but maybe like studios should stop Hire. hitting people up and saying like here's the movie i want you to make and maybe find the guy that has a movie that he wants to make right it's been working with guys like Eggers I'm not gonna I don't want to like you know fucking ride that dude's dick too much but it works with him when you hit him up and you're just like what do you want to do I don't know I don't know you want to do like a Scandinavian cult movie or like maybe you should have decided to kill yourself but you didn't (laughs) and everybody's like I mean fuck it why not dude well, gonna, that's the is th- there going to be a bear carcass? Let's do it.
1: That's the thing about everything becoming so sanitized, right? But you have people like uh, someone that we talked about just recently. I don't think that episode is out yet. Spoilers. Uh, um, uh, fuck, I forgot his name. Uh, was are oh, talking uh, about
0: Kurt Cobain in Studio 66. No, Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper, who was
1: a, uh, was a great actor, very troubled person, uh, but every time he was on something at least. He was interesting to look at because you you were always thinking, okay, let's see what he does with this character because yeah. you know that he's he's bringing something more than just this is a guy that was in acting school for eight years and someone he sucked someone off and now he has a career. You know, it's it's different. I'm sure Dennis Hopper sucked a bunch of dicks for different <laughs> reasons, for drugs, for, for other reasons. You know, but <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, right, but but the thing is that it's very evident when you have someone like him who brings different things to a performance and talking about acting, then when you get uh, uh, like a... And I don't want to shit on him because I don't dislike him, but like an Ansel Elgort, right? He's a kid from money. He's coming from money. So like the performances that you're going to get from him are not going to be the troubled, fucking fucked up guy that has gone through a lot. It's like, this is the... They're kind of rich kid that, you know, it's well, just kind of hey, handsome. Maybe
0: now that he's been me too'd, you know, I had an Al- Ansel Al Gore tweet and then immediately some anonymous Twitter account was like, actually, he's a rapist. And then linked Ooh, to this no. thread and uh, the rape in question was him, uh, him at 20 years old, 10 years ago. Or so uh, Snapchatting a 17 year old girl. Oh no. I hate when that kind of rape is just, yeah, you yeah, know, permissive Who uh, so. was it?
1: Damn it! Wasn't he, wasn't he just in a Spielberg? movie Yes. So here's the thing:
0: they did again. They've done, They did all that before all that came out. But I, yeah. I will say, in def, you know, in, in I'll defend the actresses here. They all got questioned. They all got drilled about uh, his misdeeds, and they all said, "Well, uh, who am I to comment about that? If that's true, that's horrible. But I don't think we should take any sides until the Oscar results are read. So uh, that he seems to have gotten off scot-free. But yes, I I maybe Ansel Algor is not like the best example of that. Maybe more yeah. like uh, what well, he Shilamay's represents. An obvious I guess one. sure. I guess, yes, hey, Okay, yeah. That's, Ansel's got more old like parents. A... You know, his, his dad's eighty-one. His mom is seventy-five. He's twenty-eight. That's a miserable life. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I, don't know. I mean,
2: I don't mean to use like references from outside the film sphere so much, but like we we can look back to bands, even bands like Metallica, right? Being yeah. very, very good while they're all fucked up and on heroin and hate life and being very, very bad the moment they all get sober, right? Uh, Megadeth is the same way. Allison Chains is basically being a fucking amazing band all the way up till Lane Staley uh, or uh, fucking up until the vocalist suicide. Lane Staley is that's the vocalist, yeah. Yeah. Uh, up till the moment that he fucking kills himself and then like the new guy comes and just sounds like him, but all their music is like, eh. I mean, look at, I mean, the. The, the better Filipina?
1: shit, yeah. Like the a better Filipina, shit or?
2: comes from like, yeah. He was just really good at karaoke, and the the video went yeah. viral, and they were like, "Cool, <laughs> yeah. like what the well, fuck?" Let's him. Of... Yeah, <laughs> genuinely. I and I I don't I mean this genuinely. Some of the best vocalists in the world are in China, Japan, and Korea doing fucking karaoke on Saturday. It's not a bad <laughs> idea. It's just like fucking. It, it's the weirdest way to have Allison Chains like revived. Is we got some dude from the jungle.
0: <laughs> yeah, Journey did that too, a, right? Journey got oh, a Filipino Journey, boy. That's yeah. No one.
3: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. no one, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sometimes in Boston, too, you might find a, uh, a man that likes to sing <laughs> f- Future in a room full of other men <laughs> karaoke. I get into it. <laughs> look, look, at a dark
2: night in November in Boston, sometimes it can be heard. Different versions of fucking popular hip hop songs sung by at least two very very not singing guys. I think yeah. we did a good. Sometimes I watch the Kanye West clip that I have of Hans, and I'm like, this is amazing.
0: There's uh, going to be a uh, very no. great <laughs> behind the scenes documentary of all of that that will come out. Uh, no, I hope you don't mean I, me. I, I killed that song. I don't know what you're talking about. No, you definitely did.
2: <laughs> no, but like genuinely, I feel like Ty West. Uh, could have done a much better job just you know just from the filmmaking perspective but for a, a, a deeper kind of like analytical look at what it takes to make a, a piece of content that really connects to somebody the way people are saying it's supposed to to take you back to a moment I don't think he had the mental the mental space he was he wasn't in a bad spot he wasn't being like mused by the 1970s. It, he was kind of just doing what he was told and happy to be part of it. It's a yeah. man movie. Yeah, it's a man movie. I'll never watch it again. Like when I yeah. I, I told my fiance, fuck, they want to do it in four days? It's the day after, and I barely remember it. And then it's like today. She goes, yeah. You want to watch it again? No, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> i trying to remember it.
0: Uh, needless to say, you guys aren't really looking forward to Pearl, the pre. So now this is A24's first horror franchise
2: oh no oh, god
1: oh, uh, why and there,
0: there's going to be a sequel as well. they've already greenlit I believe they already started filming it they shot both the movies back to back and they're going to do the third one very soon so the old no. lady right I'm assuming yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll just
2: we'll just do our own old lady witchman. We'll just do the script that I said. We'll change it a little bit. Or yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> we'll just do it doing verbatim. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and we'll just do a better, better one. I mean, what can it cost? is like fifteen thousand dollars. Give us fifteen thousand dollars, and we'll make a better film. Well, than how
0: how much thing. does a broom cost? Six bucks. That's really that's really the you budget. Just, you just
2: want a lady to get
0: injured. I want to light so a woman on fire while she, while she has her broom <laughs> between her legs.
2: Like, if, you want, if you want an injury on set, fucking Huey helicopter and a couple of Vietnamese kids is going to fucking be a long-lasting story that we can all look back on one day and laugh about.
0: Well, I mean, what do they say? That's... Lightning doesn't strike twice, Jerry? Damn. What are the odds of the exact same incident happening 35 years later verbatim?
2: I thought it was weird, Hans, that sometimes Lorez would like, he'd take me aside, and he goes, get Jake's gun for the scene and have Hans like actually point it at himself. Like he he would sit and he, I could hear what someone like Alec Baldwin, like that he would be listening to in his earpods. And then he'd come over and be like, use yeah. the real gun for this scene. Point the real gun at it.
0: Yeah, when we were taping okay, up weird. the knife, the blade of the knife, we only yeah. used one strip of tape over that blade. So when you had to, do, <laughs> well, when someone had to do a, uh, uh a something. Something with uh, a something knife. really right. bad with a knife. Something you wouldn't want to have rape. happen to you. A
2: knife rape. Oh, it's now nobody an apple. knows. Now nobody knows. Mm-hmm. Now they think there's a knife rape.
0: Well, there's still time. That movie's not out
1: yet. But you know what needed a knife rape? This movie. It didn't go far enough. L- well, yes, they should have this.
0: leaned into the they sex element more. Knife rape. Absolutely. Listen
1: to this, listen to this review. A narratively different beast. That demonstrates why West should be given full reign to go full throttle, which I hope he didn't, because this if this is full throttle, then he was much lamer than I thought. Savage and intense horror comedies more often. It's a blast. It's I, that just that that just sounds like someone that's been watching movies for like ten years. Right. You know, where this is shocking. This is like, oh my god, I can't believe that a crocodile ate a lady. You know, like how is right. that Oh my God! He ran over that lady's head. Spoilers!
0: Now we should
2: find that person Uh, and just send them that two-minute scene of that lady eating a piece of shit in Sallow and be like, "Well, have you seen this?" (laughs) And you know what? The worst thing is,
1: she writes for Bloody Disgusting, which is supposed to be a horror website, right? And you know what?
2: All that shit, all they do is watch shit on fucking regular Shutter, like new fucking shit that comes out. They're like The Conjuring Eighteen. Why you should see the most recent Jump Scare Fest. Yeah. Like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. Fuck you. you. You don't know shit dude. about horror. Master of Horror,
1: Mike Flanagan, is back with a new series. Like, no, dude. Fuck up.
2: Put in put in goat horror, right? And one of the questions that will come up, because I was trying to find a goat from a particular movie, but I couldn't remember what it was. It's not Black Bart. It's something else. Um, And one of the questions that comes up that people have asked is, who is the horror goat? And when you open it, it says, Jordan Peel. That's that's the world audience Ooh. right there. Is it wow. in, in that when that is the asked question, right? The most common answer someone will give you, and then also a search engine will generate for you is Jordan fucking Peel. That's the world we live in. He's the horror goat.
0: Do you it's feel like people- there's a there's <laughs> a comparison to be drawn between Jordan Peel and M. Knight, just to bring it back to M. Knight? Like of
2: having having a thing and then He's like, fuck, I got to do my thing, right? This uh, right. Hold on, get me a hip-hop song. Let's make it a little bit slower. The cast is all black. Um, racism bad. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, guys. Hold on. Everybody else is like, you- no, we know, Jordan. Hold on, guys. I'm having a fucking brain blast here. I'm having a brain blast. Family good. Racism bad. That's the movie. Oh, my God. And then everybody goes, dude, Jordan, oh, Hill, you're a fucking god, no, dude. Jordan would have been a
1: perfect example to what we were saying because he, like, what is his trauma coming from? Where is where is his, you know... His
2: privileged upstate New York fucking life where <laughs> his mom's like a doctor, they make like $180,000 a year on only one income, and
1: Ian e. Peel was like the first thing he, I don't know if he's the first thing he did, but like huge, like gigantic, like yeah. super successful, and then he's like, single oh, most guy...
2: popular comedy central property that isn't South Park
1: even more than Chappelle's show?
2: Even Jesus. more than Chappelle's show. It's consistent okay. ratings, right? Not just through uh, like Comedy Central on other streaming platforms, but also through YouTube would uh, sustain a normal channel. If you were Comedy Central and all you did was upload Key and Peel every three weeks, you would make thousands of dollars every few weeks. Just thousands and thousands of dollars, like ridiculous amounts of money. And Bill. then you could delete and it-, it and upload it again.
1: It's also because comedy like that doesn't exist on TV anymore, you know. So it's like a, it's a kind of a throwback that's still funny. It still kind of holds up. I don't know if all of them, but it's still funny because it wasn't that long ago, you know. So the there's nobody
0: doing sketch rest. comedy on TV at the moment. I mean, obviously, there's no. so many streaming platforms where it's uh, like Peacock probably has a fucking show. You
2: gotta look up right now. Hold on. <sighs>
1: Was it a black Ladies show?
0: Black, black
2: lady, lady sketch show. Sketch sketch show. show. Oh, oh, yes. Fuck, yes, dude. Do it. Do it. Yes. A black lady sketch show. This is like, all right. When I think about fucking comfort systems, just not being allowed on Amazon because of fucking subtitles <laughs> or whatever, right? But I think about like, I, I think, I, I'm like, okay, we have our own sketch comedy show where some of the jokes are just like, I don't know, buy a human, come, uh, stop fucking that. Yeah. Uh, like that's better than this and this is making a million something fucking dollars per episode i don't understand what the fuck what the fuck are we HBO? doing
0: are <laughs> you do you want to pull up a clip we're gonna get yeah, show, copyright struck but fuck it
2: oh god well it's a new
1: okay so this yeah exactly is like, I, I know nothing about it this is just the first sketch that popped up all right
3: Ooh.
0: Oh, this is 2 million views.
3: Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, are we all black? Oh, my God. Is that
1: that really? I was going to ask if that was a joke, but that is the joke, right?
3: (laughs) We are time. (laughs) Apologies for my tardiness, Your Honor. My client (laughs) was stuck in a revolving door. what in the baby hair? <laughs> it's a black oh. lady courtroom. Black lady courtroom. Black lady courtroom. Black lady courtroom. Black lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all shouldn't be dancing. I have been sitting in this courtroom for 20 years, and I have never seen... I'm sorry, Your Honor. We'll Melanin be. is popping! <laughs> <laughs> celebrating will be very proud. Why would she be proud of that? <laughs> All
2: right. Yeah, dude.
3: I'd like to call this evidentiary here in a take order and this matter of China's bitch. We to be talking about Columbia restaurant. First order of business. This is insane. The queens want to get lunch after this. <laughs> All
0: right, we got the this is a 4 like minute clip. This. I think we're good. Hans, why don't we just <laughs> read some of the comments though? I want to see you comments. never ends.
2: Dude, the joke never ends. This is exactly how we act when we see each other in professional <laughs> not in, not respect.
0: Four thousand thumbs up for that
2: <laughs> one. Who else comes back this video can every you, once in a while feeling good about life? Hands can you imagine? Something.
1: Can you imagine doing that? Not being a white a black woman and then just showing off to your work and We're all white. Hey guys, we're white. Isn't that awesome?
2: <laughs> Dude, like I, I see this shit and what I think about is that somewhere in the woods is a guy in a cabin who just listens to like Death Grips and he's like building a bomb and every once in a while he's like what's up with society and this is what he sees and he goes yep and he goes right back to work on of building the bomb <laughs> it was worth it this yeah, sketch that was moved into high gear right at God is good all the oh, time God. amen Dude, the joke is just we're all black in the same room and it goes for five minutes.
0: Oh, as like... an Asian woman. Could we I just know, read that real I, quick? Hans is the know, Asian.
1: As an Asian woman, I know that I don't have nearly enough melanin to be relevant in any way. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been convinced she's to hate yourself that up. much, she deal, dude? She's like, oh my god, oh my god,
2: dude! I'm so sorry. There are more of us in China and India. Oh my god! If I was are. a man,
1: I would have a. If I was a man, I would have a small penis. That's how she thinks. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yes. watching this makes me so happy. I vow to always make room to support <laughs> Black Lady Magic happening. Ooh, Ooh
3: mm, wow. mm,
2: sister, mm, mm. I
1: Preach. have never seen melon in this popping, I, I, I literally, literally lose, lose it every, it every
2: time, every time. Screaming. screaming into my pillow <laughs> so imagine that person like yeah, they watching I'm... it the first time they go oh shit that is that's three black people in the same room that's funny oh my god 4 <laughs> i've actually never seen this many black people in the same room at the same time it's insane oh my yeah. god it there's still oh even the Wait, 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 surprised? okay,
1: all right, all right, let's let's be fair. Let's see if every sketch is the same <laughs> They are <laughs> just look plain now, and it's like,
2: wait a minute <laughs> Oh, hey, you're a black lady
3: Hi Sir, are you willing and able to assist in case of an emergency?
2: I'm a black also oh.
3: Sir? Babe Uh uh-huh. oh, Yo baby. Are you willing and able to assist in the event of an emergency? I just need a verbal yes. Oh, y'all. Yeah. Sorry, I need a verbal yes. Bet. Yes. Babe, just say yes. No doubt. Okay. Um. What about you, ma'am? Are you willing and able to assist in mm-hmm. the event of an emergency? Babe, listen to this.
2: <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Hold dude, on. yeah.
3: Nigga, bop, bop, bop. Because we never, never stop. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, right. It is. It is. Wait, so is
1: that j- So it's the joke here that black people are retarded? Is that? Yeah, is that the joke? Yes, uh, yes. that's
2: the right, joke.
3: Yes. it's good. I woke that in eighth grade. I know. yes, I remember I was there. Are you willing and able to assist in the event of an emergency? What emergency? A hypothetical one. Okay, because we don't have time for an emergency because we are on our way to our honeymoon. <laughs> right, yeah, so that's the joke. Oh, ma'am, could you please not do that? Because you want here hear talking about ma'am? Can you not do that? I... Oh,
0: excuse me. All me right, I think we get like the, look, the Look, these are I, doing I, very I, well These are I, 2 million I, views a piece Comfort Systems got 2,000 views for a full episode So I think we gotta take a page <laughs> from Black Lady Sketch Black Show Black Lady Sketch Show
2: I don't know <sighs> what even, dude Like, that is, that is insane how bad that is I don't know Yeah, I mean, like I said This is a post-Columbine world Uh that shouldn't be allowed.
1: Three seasons, by the way. It was just renewed for season three.
0: That's Ugh. great.
2: <laughs> I'm trying I'll am have look something to watch budget. on
0: HBO tonight when I go to bed. I'll tune in. I'm so <laughs> happy t- now. Comedy's back. Game I love comedy.
2: back,
1: dude. You got two seasons to binge. I'm jealous.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. I vow to make Black Lady Magic happen tonight <laughs> but- <laughs> on my television.
2: <laughs> I-
1: wow. Yeah, anyway, that's let's uh, fuck this to, show. To, this
2: show's
0: over. Hold on before, before
1: before before we end it, just to yes. to answer your the question that you asked like twenty minutes ago, is there anyone doing sketch comedy? Uh Saturday Night Live and Black Lady Sketch Show. Motherfucker Fucker
2: dude. Hell yeah. Well we're in a good place then, dude. Like like Lilith oh, yeah. said, uh comedy is back. Uh guys, thanks for having me on. You know, fucking <laughs> I wasn't gonna watch a bunch of black lady magic. <laughs> I fucking am. You feel blessed? Yeah. You feel Dude, blessed do. by the black lady magic? You I do. do. There's like one black guy stand-up joke that I used to kind of have that was like, black people are like a club, right? Because we all live in white communities and we see each other, we're like, yo, I don't know this nigga. I just be like, yo, in the <laughs> store, and it's like, it's like a funny like little bit or whatever. It's not like an actual stand-up joke. But they did that joke for eight minutes.
0: I was going to say, what if you turn that yeah. joke into a whole TV show for three seasons, Jerry? Oh,
2: dude, that's the next fucking thing, bro. That's the next fucking thing.
0: All right. that That's been Movies for this week. People can find you at I'm Bloom Online on Instagram? Yeah, Instagram. Bloom Twitter.
2: Online on, on Twitch.
0: Aces. And Hans, you want to give your, your, your plugs?
1: I'm on Gab. Uh, no, um, uh, <laughs> I, I, I recently discovered that I opened an account there. In like, Yes, you 60.
0: did. I you, know. You did open a Gab account, and it was never deleted. Never.
1: Hell never, yeah. never posted or anything. It's just there. I have Hell a follower yeah. that's like some spam from like Russia or some shit. Uh, H4 name on Twitter.
0: That's it. Uh, Surfshark.deals slash low res if you want to get 83% off of VPN. Patreon.com. I should have done that at the start of the show. People definitely tuned out after 12 minutes of a Black Lady Sketch Show clip. No. But that's all right.
2: No, if you made it all uh, the way to this part of the video, you know, his plug is good.
0: I think there's an sure, obligation. If you've listened to this point, you got to go. Lorez. Surfshark. All right. That's been Movies for this week. Jerry, we're bringing you back for the happening, so you better warm up to that in your brain. Okay. All right. That's been Movies for this week. Thank you for listening.